0: Welcome to the Business Brothers Podcast with Pradeep and Harjit Sangha. If you are an entrepreneur, own your own business, or are part of a family business, this is the podcast for you. Episode number five, Business Brothers, when is the right time to sell your business? In one, two, three. Well, welcome back to another episode. My name is Purdiep Sangha, and I'm RG Sangha, and, we, and are we are the, the business business brothers. brothers. Well, wow, how hard as much as we try to get that in sync, it never is in sync. That's <laughs> that's the story of brothers as much as we kind of look alike. it It never kind of works out as well as we want it to. But welcome back to another episode. This one is about when is the right time to sell your business? This is a really interesting topic. It's a very, very, you can say, I'd like to say there's a science behind it. There's an art behind it, but there's no real like perfect time. I think for anybody to sell their business hard. and and those that have the opportunity to sell their business at a perfect time that, you know, we've talked about bull markets and excuse me, bear markets or whatever that may be, but those who have been lucky enough to sell off before the crash are just lucky. Let's just put it that way. Um,
1: yeah, yeah, there, there certainly can be advantageous times to, to sell everything, but certainly you you don't always get it right for, for some of the owners out there.
0: Yeah. And I think it's just, it's similar. I would say a concept hard, you come from the wealth management world. You're, you're the economics expert. You know, when they say you're trying to time the market, right. You kind of lose, uh, and, and in business it's, I, I wouldn't say it's not that volatile, but it is important to have a plan in place. I think that's one of the big things that we're going to focus here on this episode. There was a gentleman that I spoke to the other day that said, doesn't everybody who owns a business build it so that they can eventually sell it? And I said, you know, it's a really interesting question. And from my personal experience, I would say less than 5% of the businesses and business owners that I've come across actually grow and develop their business very well to the point where they could sell it off anytime. What are your thoughts on that, Hart? Yeah, I think I would agree with that. I think when most
1: people enter a business, um, the thoughts that come into mind are certainly, uh, you know, growing it and, and being passionate about it. But I think what they least are prepared for, at least conversate about at the beginning is, is the selling part, right? And, and I certainly do think that those conversations probably are left to be had. Uh, until the back end. Very rarely do you see them at the front end.
0: Yeah, and I think that's one of the things is, is be prepared to sell your business at a particular time. And it's, I think this is a challenge for family businesses because one of the elements that's part of a family business is legacy, longevity. So people like to keep their legacy going, right? I, I know a lot of business owners that want their kids to take over, their grandkids to take over it, and, and to go for generations because there is a... Legacy aspect of it. People want to see the hard work that they do continue on for generations. But in doing that, maybe they haven't structured their company effectively. Maybe they have missed out on some risk element. Maybe they're missing out on an opportunity to sell and take that capital and invest in something else that might be bringing them higher returns and maybe even more happiness. But again, going back to that question that that gentleman asked me, most people don't build their businesses effectively enough to be able to sell them and that's what we're going to talk about here today because from my personal experience hard there is no perfect time to sell but let's talk about the let's talk about the practicality behind it how long do you think a business owner needs to think about selling before they actually sell Yeah, that's, you know, a really good question for the professional accountant
1: advisor in the mix. And hopefully every business owner has someone uh, of the professional standard that they can trust and lean on for these types of conversations and and transition plans. But I think generally in in business practice, they talk about 24 to 36 months in advance, and that's largely due to 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 help um, lower any tax bills, you know, making sure that you can you know, uh, take advantage of, you know, capital gains, uh, exemptions, and and any other um, platforms that may exist. But certainly, when you're looking at for that transition plan, you know, the business cycle will continue to go through bulls and bears and whatnot. So I think that part, you don't always have control on. But certainly, if you're, if your earnings are projected higher, or you're at a peak, those are, you know, those could be more favorable times to sell as opposed to what we've seen last year. And actually, some of the, the conversations we've had with business owners, is that the worst time to sell is when everything is in the tank and you no longer have the passion to run the business. Yeah. So sometimes the earnings might be still going up and the business owner still has passion and they just can't see themselves doing anything, anything else. But to to your comment, there may be other variables that they're unprepared for. Maybe there's another competitor coming in or there's going to be a legislative change. So if you can have that conversation 24 to 36 months in advance and say that's probably good general practice for for kind of time in uh, uh, transition for your business.
0: Yeah, and you made some really good points. And the one thing that really stuck out to me is that there is two different aspects to selling a business. There's a business and the financial aspect, and then there's a personal and emotional aspect. And both of those can cause challenges or both of those when they're in line can actually lead to a proper sale. But let's just say, for example, that your business is doing extremely well and you're making a lot of money, but it's causing issues at home in your relationship and you're not being able to spend a lot of time with your kids or whatever that is. So what do you do in that situation? Or let's just say, hey, look, you're not making that much money And your business is tanking, but you're so passionate about it, that you don't want to let it go. And then you go down with the ship. So there's that fine balance between trying to figure out, okay, the business and the financial, and how to deal with it on a personal and emotional level. And what we've seen, as you mentioned before, is when both are not doing well, wow, that's a recipe for disaster. That's when people get out real quick and real soon. Some of the examples like we talked about just recently, a gentleman wanted to get out of his business. And it was like, okay, we asked when He basically said three months. And it's like, okay, three months is not a long time. Uh, That doesn't really give us a lot of time to help position and plan things. um, Especially because this gentleman didn't really build it to sell. And, And that's, that's the bigger challenge. And I don't think he really thought about it. Um, and at this point, I think he just got to the point where he just was fed up and said, "Okay, it's time to move on."
1: Yeah, and unfortunately, COVID's done that to a lot of business mm-hmm. owners, caused a lot of burnout, not just on the the uh, employee side, but certainly on the employer, the business owner side. And unfortunately, for that business owner, just the you know supply chain disruptions that we've seen economically from from COVID nineteen really forced their hand that they just lost all passion for the business. But I think you know, for every business owner, as you're kind of in that mature stage of your business, it's got to be in your back of your mind, you know, when, you know, when do the financials make sense? When do you see yourself actually looking at that next transition stage? So, you know, as you mentioned, there's, there's definitely the, the financial aspect of it, but the personal aspect of it too is vitally important. And, And, you know, what I've seen come from the wealth side is that when you have these big corrections in the market, business owners sometimes fail to recognize, you know, the importance of having a financial plan because they may think they're not able to retire, but actually, you know, and having conversations with their professional advisors, they already may have the assets to to store aside to enjoy the life that they've always planned for. But internally, they they just can't conceive that notion. You know, they may think they need to work another year with the business to, to kind of get it up and have those savings again. So it's always good to have these conversations in advance and, you know, to revisit them. You know, you don't have to revisit them every quarter like you do the books. But, you know, on an annual basis, just kind of taking a a temperature gauge of where you are.
0: Yeah. And I think that's a tough one in in businesses because you may have, again, previous episode was about Gen 2. You may have one sibling that wants to hold on to the business and you might have the other sibling saying, let's just ditch it. Let's move on. Let's do something different or let's just go our separate ways. And I think what you talked about hard is very valuable because if you consistently just touch base, then you know where each other, which the, you know, where the other party is at. And I think that's, that's very important. So here are some of the situations that I've come across and hard, you can share too, when people have sold their business and it may or may not have been the right time. But here's some of the examples that I've seen. I've seen people been forced to sell off their businesses because of family disputes. I've seen people having to sell their businesses because of health reasons. I've had people sell their businesses because their business isn't going well. Um, Harj, what are some of the other examples that you've probably seen?
1: Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of use one more on the probably the happier, cherry side. Uh, I used to work with uh, this one family who was, you know, big into the construction and and real estate side of the business. And the the first generation, the father, always said to have a number in the back of your mind. Mm. That if someone came to you, if a potential, you know, market participant, another buyer, your competitor came up to you with with a check and said, how much for you to walk away? And just a great story. You know, I really respected our conversations, you know, someone that uh, I look up to for a lot of wisdom and said he kept that number in the back of his mind at all times until one point. In, in 2017 you know, in a routine stop at one of their apartment buildings, uh, a potential investor came over to him and said, you know how much had a blank check and he wrote a ridiculous number down he said in his mind is a ridiculous number. It, it was probably at least you know five to ten million above of what he thought another competitor would pay. Lo and behold, that person accepted that number and they transitioned the business over to this new, Individual, so it sounds like a great story. And it was great. I'm, I was so happy for him and the family to get the the valuation that they thought they would never get. It, you know, to him it was a ridiculous number, but to somebody else that number was viable. Um, but where they were ill prepared was, well, what next? We got that number, um, and financially they were very well, and they didn't have to ever work again. But it was too early for retirement for him mm. and the family, so they just didn't have the conversation of okay. Um, yes, this is the number that we want, but what will we do next? You know, are we going to move to Hawaii and live comfortably? Or we, do we want to roll those assets into another business? Or, you know, what is our passion that we see? So, you know, just because things are great on the economic side, you know, you kind of have to come back to that personal side too, because for them it was an identity crisis is okay, this is something that we built for 30, 40 years, and now someone's writing you. A high number to walk away. Well, you just don't write that new identity in, you know, four weeks or four months. So, uh, it's a great story, and I uh, just wanted to share that because it is something that you don't see as often. But certainly, when they do happen,
0: uh, they certainly do bring a smile to your face. Yeah, I'm so glad you shared that because that is an awesome story and a great point there. Having a number in the back of your head because I'm a firm believer of having goals. I'm a firm believer in if you put it down you work hard for it, the universe will eventually give it to you. And so that is, that is an awesome point. So though, for those of you who out there, who are listening, if you've got a family business, or you got a business, write that number down. What do you think that number is? And it's really interesting because I think when people go through this exercise, it's not as easy as we think, right? Because some people may, overstate the number. Some people may understate the number. And that's the really interesting part. And then the other part to that, Harj, is, you know, you're really good in terms of having those conversations with people, obviously having that wealth background. You know, you're always good with, OK, well, what is the next step? Right. You're going to sell this business. You're going to have all this cash. What are you going to do with it? You know, are you going to like you said, you know, are you going to be a philanthropist? Are you going to be Uh, building another business. And and that's something that I think is important too, because if you do retire too early, life isn't always great, especially for the go-getters out there. And so you got to have that next challenge. And so it's kind of like reading a chapter in a book, you got to figure out, okay, what is that next chapter going to look like? So really good points there, Harj. And and you're right, because there's hopefully a lot of good news stories out there for people who are selling their businesses. And if you have a good news story, we would love to actually have you on the podcast as a a guest and love to hear your examples and maybe the tough times that you went through and ultimately the good times that you went through, because we're great as we continue to build out this podcast, we're going to have more and more guests on because it's important. It's important for the people out there who are listening to be able to get in touch and in tune with the real life examples. And that's what this podcast is really about. This podcast isn't about two guys who help business owners um, optimize their business, elevate their wealth, and, and you know deal with the family dynamics. It's really about the real day-to-day stuff. It's about the nitty-gritty, right? What keeps people up at night? What allows them to sleep and be happy? Those are the things that we're talking about in this podcast. So thank you, Harj, for, for sharing that good news story. And I think just on a couple of notes there, when it comes to good news, is how a positive outlook for your business when it comes to, okay, when that time is coming, you know, what are the good things that we can do in life? Because I've seen people get to the point where they are going to sell their business. They are going to cash out, but it's almost like a state of mini depression for them because they're like, okay, now what? Right. There's that fear of the unknown because they've worked in this industry or business for so long. Do you have, do you have a, a piece of advice for people out there that may be going through that hard?
1: Yeah, you want to have open dialogue with your professional advisors for sure and your family. I think uh, it's great to, to have that ability, that flexibility to enjoy the, the comfort of the wealth that you've worked so hard for, but also having that communication with the next generation as, as we've seen as well, pretty that sometimes there's a child who thinks that that business was going to be transitioned down to them. So, you know, even though the first generation may have built or the second generation might say, Hey, what about me? Why wasn't it sold to me? Or why didn't you think of me as a potential buyer um, or maybe someone who could have partnered up with another um, entity or individual to, to purchase the business. So it's not all uh, economics. It's certainly does involve deeper deeper conversations not just with professionals but certainly the individuals uh, within the family and even the the business itself we've seen too many cases where you know sales have been made without even telling the staff and the next purchaser you know you know the acquirer some of those dealings were done on on the faith of a, a a holdback where you know you have to earn certain earnings to, to receive some of those uh, proceeds of sale. So if you have disgruntled staff that maybe were not communicated to, and the new purchaser is you know, running the, the company or the organization with a different style, I mean, that can also be a recipe for disaster as well. So, you know, it's not just the communication with advisors or the family, you also need to look at the business itself and the staff that have kind of helped create that value.
0: Yeah. So the thing that pick up on that, what you just said is one, open communication, always keeping the dialogue open and and always be optimistic and look for the future. I think that's the one big thing is just see what your future can bring you, whether you stay in the business or whether you sell off. So one other point there, you you said Harj, it's not just about the money. It's not just about the numbers. And that is awesome because that is our saying when it comes to Business Brothers, because it's all about prosperity, because it's beyond just the numbers. And actually, it's the reverse. It's our tagline is actually, it's beyond the numbers. It's about your prosperity. And we truly believe in that. And that's what we hope you get for your life and your business is just prosperity in all aspects of it. So thank you for tuning into this episode. And we'll see you next time. Take care, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the Business Brothers podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please drop us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Thank you. And until next time.